You're listening to the Mining and Energy Union podcast. Yes, you certainly are. Thanks for listening. I'm Tim Brunero. Today, you'll hear about a very specialised job in mining, that of dragline operator, and learn everything you need to know to get your bum in the seat of a 6,000 tonne, 24-odd story dragline. A dragline excavator is a huge specialised crane which sits on the edge of an open-cut pit and reaches down and lifts dirt and rock off the coal below. Cessnock-based Chris Moylan has 20-plus years' experience in mining at Hunter Valley Operations and Mount Thorley Walkworth. He says it's not a job for those afraid of heights. When you're sitting on the edge of the cut, you could be looking down over a 60-metre drop with dirt rilling out underneath you, and it's pretty much like looking in a glass-bottom boat. There's a windscreen in front of you, goes from floor to ceiling, and the cab basically is hanging over mid-air, and you're just looking down into the bottom of a big hole. (laughs) Well, the view may be daunting, but we haven't even talked about the machine yet. By any measure, it's a whopper. It can lift 160 tonne of overburden in its bucket. That's like lifting 120 cars at a time. And it uses so much electricity, the legend is local power station workers notice the dip in supply when the drag line is started up. It's a machine that weighs approximately 6,500 tonnes. We're currently shifting about 200 tonne a bucket of overburden that we remove off the top of coal. The machine can dig rough, roughly about 85 metres. It's worth about 200 million, wouldn't get much change out of about 200 million dollars. And I believe production for these things equates to about $25,000 an hour in coal recovery. Chris explains exactly what they do with this giant. We remove overburden off the top of coal to uncover the coal in layers. It's basically like pearling an onion. As the dig depth gets deeper, you need to walk the machine closer to the edge of what you're uncovering. So the drag ropes don't drag through rock and grit and cut the ropes to pieces. Obviously the angle changes the deeper that you get. The working radius of drag line is probably 180 degrees. Your optimum angle from dig to dump is probably 90 degrees. The drag line excavator is driven by both hands and both feet. You steer it with your feet from left to right. There's two pedals on the ground. And also you have a drag lever on the left-hand side that operates your drag ropes in and out. And you have a hoist lever on your right-hand side, which operates the hoisting of the up and down of the bucket, raising and lower the bucket, so to speak. These four motions need to be operated at the same time. So basically, you're either lowering into the cut and dragging in and out or swinging left to right at the same time. When you need to slow the machine down, you use your other foot to slew the machine back the other way. And basically, the drag line never really stops while you're digging or dumping. It's always still slightly moving. So once you lower the bucket into the cut, you then dragging in, once you fill the bucket, you're hoisting up, dragging in at the same time, trying not to spill material out the back, and at the same time you're swinging to either right or left where your dump position is, trying to coordinate all these things at the same time, trying to keep the bucket in plane, the bucket can't get too far out under boom point, otherwise that causes massive amount of pressure on the boom of the machine. 
The drag line is run by two or three operators tagging in and out of driving the drag line and driving the bulldozer which supports its work. We operate the drag line in two hour intervals. We swap over, which only takes a matter of 10 to 15 seconds. One operator gets out of the seat, the other operator is there waiting to get into the seat. We basically park the machine, set all the brakes, do a swap over. I'd have a quick chat about what we're doing. That second operator then will go out and get on the dozer. We do our own pad prep. So we're preparing the pad in advance for the drag line to keep progressing. And also we could be down cleaning our coal up as the machine progresses. We're always doing our own cable work as well. So we have a, a farm tractor, which has cable handling implements on that. And we're always um, moving cable and keeping cable our high voltage trailing cable up to the machine so the machine can also keep progressing so that we basically limit the downtime and delays for the operation of the drag line so we rotate these jobs between the two to three operators constantly for a 12 and a half hour shift drag lines are so heavy they can't move around on wheels or caterpillar tracks like other mining equipment as it would place too much pressure on the ground. Instead, they have two feet and walk, in inverted commas, backwards when they need to move. When we require walking the machine, as I said before, we're removing the overburden in layers, so it's basically like peeling onions. So as it gets deeper, we need to rotate the machine 180 degrees and walk the machine further up the dig. So this thing is, is incredible the way that it walks. It basically walks backwards like a duck. So we go from dig mode into walk mode and the mechanical mechanisms inside the drag line propel us backwards. The machine always retreats, it can't walk forward. It can only ever walk backwards. Two massive feet, if I was to describe it. Great big hunks of steel off either side. They come backwards onto the ground because the machine's sitting on a revolving frame, a great big circular platform. The machine walks backwards at about two to two and a half metres a step. And there'll be a bloke on the ground called a spotter. So he's basically lining the machine up. We also do it with GPS in the cab, but we always have a spot on the ground, making sure the machine's clear of the cable so it doesn't stand on the cable. <laughs> it does somewhere between two and two and a half metres a step. Generally takes somewhere around 45 seconds to do a step to give you some sort of idea. So basically our drag lever is also our propel lever for when we're walking. So we have a transfer switch in the cab which transfers it from normal operation from when we're operating the machine from drag mode to propel mode. So we have to set all the brakes, flick that switch over once that activates, then we pull our drag lever back towards us and engages the walking walking equipment. We call them paddles. They basically go backwards onto the ground and then our um, walking cams lift the back of the tub up and it basically does a full step backwards. As the tub comes back down onto the ground, the paddles come back up and back over again. Now, when we want to stop this process from happening, you can do it manually or there is a button in the cab. There's an auto park button that we push and that brings the paddles back up to top dead centre and we go back into normal operation. 
Chris Moylan says he likes the drag line because the constant problem solving he has to do on the job keeps his brain ticking over. What I like about the drag line is the variety in the work. We're basically operating three or multiple pieces of equipment during our 12 and a half hour shift and also the close companionship that you are because there's only two to three operators there and you've all pretty much got to get along. Um, we resolve issues and problems that we have throughout the shift amongst ourselves. We, we basically have a plan, but we have to sort some of these issues out ourselves. So it, it is a close-knit environment and everybody has to get along. But what do you need to do to get yourself driving this $200 million bit of kit? The skills pathway would be a decent amount of time in the industry, a good dozer skill set that requires all different types of operation with a, with a bulldozer, and also it pays to have a good understanding of a mine layout and how it works and reading and understanding plans, good communication skills as we deal with um, planners, superintendents, a whole host of people throughout our, throughout our shift. Also farming equipment because we have farm tractors that we utilise throughout the shift. So you really got to have a good skill set of machinery prior to going to the dragline. Like any job, being a dragline operator doesn't come without its challenges. Obviously, 12 and a half hour shifts, that's without travel to and from the job. Also, working weekends can be a challenge, whether it be day work or dog watch. I guess also, you've got to have a good people skills. We deal with a lot of different people, a lot of different mindsets. So we deal with um, operators, engineers, supervisors. Chris has some advice for aspiring dragline operators. If somebody wanted to have a go at the dragline, I would thoroughly encourage it. That's not an easy job, but if you love a challenge, it's that type of machine. I would um, highly recommend it. Give it a go. It's an awesome piece of equipment to operate and I absolutely love my job. Well, there you go. That's Chris Moylan from the Mount Thorley Walkworth Open Cut ending this month's episode of the Mining and Energy Union podcast. And we'll be looking at other specialist jobs in mining on the podcast later in the year. But until then, I'm Tim Brunero. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.